Hello and welcome to the Bride Tender Podcast. I'm your host, Esty Gordon, and I'm here to tend to the brides like I tend to the bar. So mix yourself a cocktail and let's get ready to discuss all things weddings. Um, if you guys have been listening, you know I got married two weeks ago. Best, most magical day of my life. Um, and yeah, I, I honestly thought I would feel this like super sad feeling once it was over, but truth be told, I really felt like relieved when it was over. And more than that, I feel like that my day with all the vendors I use in the venue and my friends there and my family there and everything and seeing Ira and the tux that like we picked out for him, like it was perfect. Um, it was like perfect weather, perfect day, perfect, perfect, perfect. I wouldn't change a thing. And that there says it all. And now I get to wait, uh, for my video to come back from J2E Films and, you know, more photos to come in and make my albums. And yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm still on a high from the day, but I definitely, um, I'm just like also like happy because I've had so much wedding like content and stuff to consume me and that makes everything so much better. So um, I wanted to talk about today, you know, some things that you need to do once you finish, once your wedding is over, but like the things that have to happen within one week after your wedding day. I don't think like we really talk about those things enough. And if you know about them beforehand, it will take out like any stressful like period after your wedding of like things that you have to do. I will say this, like I haven't like changed my last name yet. I will get to that eventually, but that is just like, you know, one of one of the like many things that happen after your wedding. Um I will tell you guys this, like my my husband and I like both have, you know, corporate positions. Uh we both as all of you know, I do catering sales and events for Capital in New York City. My husband, he works in like the construction contracting field. He works on the business and um so and he's been working from home for almost 2 years. Uh he works he's fully remote at this point. So obviously two completely different jobs, but you know, one of the things is, you know, and this doesn't always happen, but when you get married, sometimes it becomes like a little like financially makes more sense for one person to go on the other person's insurance. And when you get married, it's seen as a life change. So you're able to kind of make that decision, um, right after you get married. So that's something that you should think about, you know, and discuss with your partner prior to getting married about what you're going to do in that. I know Ira and I work that out amongst like the two of us and um, luckily got that squared away, honestly, the day after our wedding. So that's like a financial businessy thing that you should do. Um, another businessy thing that you got to do 
after your wedding is you have to send your marriage license in to like whichever county you got it from. It needs to be in within five days. Now, Ira and I, like up until a few months ago, we lived in Long Beach um, on Long Island. So we went down to like Long Beach, like City Hall. We got our marriage license and luckily our rabbi lives in Long Beach. So right after our ceremony, he actually took our marriage license paperwork and he brought it to um, Long Beach City Hall the next day. So we didn't even have to worry about going down. We got like very, very lucky. But you do need to have that, you know, in within five days of getting married. Um, so you have to remember those things when you're planning a honeymoon and you're doing things like if you're going on your honeymoon the next day or the two days after or something in your wedding, you need a way to get that marriage license to the the like county hall that you got it from. Um, sometimes that means somebody else dropping it off for you, which shouldn't be a problem, but you do need that in. So keep that like in the back of your head that you need to get that done. Some other things that should really go on within like a week to two weeks after your wedding. Now, I will say this, like you're going to get a lot of gifts the night of your wedding, a lot of cash and checks. I don't know anybody who doesn't open that up literally like the night of their wedding or like the next day, but you do want to get all of that squared away, especially checks. You want to make sure you get you cash and put in your like your joint checking account, you know, before you go away on your honeymoon. I didn't have any of this happen to me, but you never know if like a check is going to bounce or whatever. You don't want to be dealing with that while you're away. You don't want to be dealing with it at all, quite frankly. And it's something that like you should try to get done quickly. Plus the fact that you, you need to like, you need to like make like a chart, like some sort of Excel spreadsheet or something of all the gifts that you get in and from who so that you're ready to send out your thank yous as soon as those come in, come in the mail. Um, but the first thing, you know, so after your wedding, you know that you have to hand the marriage license in, you have to deposit all of your checks and like make a chart of all the gifts that were given to you. You need to return the tuxedos unless they were bought, but most of the time people rent them. You have to return them the next day, typically to the tux place. So keep that in mind. Like those have to get returned right away. You don't want to be like paying extra fees just for not getting them done on time, getting them in and returned on time. Um, you also want to bring your dress in to be cleaned um, and and preserved if you want it preserved, if you want to save it, you know, for like your daughter to wear one day or use. Like you want to make sure that you bring that to be cleaned and preserved pretty you know, quickly. Um, I know for me, I got a spray tan two days before my wedding. And if you've ever gotten a spray tan before, you know, it takes a few, you got to wash a few times, like in between getting it and your like event that you're, you're having it for. But if you're wearing a white dress, like you're bound to get a little bit of that spray tan on that dress. I got a little bit of it like by my like armpit area. So 
I brought that in to be cleaned and to be preserved and I'm glad I did it sooner rather than later just because it's one less thing to think about. Um, you're not wearing your wedding dress anytime soon anyway so you might as well like bring it in to, for this to be taken care of. Um, another thing I really wanted to talk about because not everybody does this but it is a really cool idea. Um, if you plan to preserve your bouquet there is a company out here on Long Island called Don't Toss the Bouquet. Um, and I brought mine in to be preserved. I really was trying to do it the next day. I should have done it the next day after my wedding. Long story short, I, I didn't want to drive all the way out to Patchog, not know if they could take it that day. Uh, you know, needless to say, I should have done that. I didn't. And I ended up actually bringing it two weeks after my wedding. Um, it had dried out. I left it to dry out specifically. And um, the owner of Don't Toss the Bouquet was like, don't worry about it. I can make it look really nice. I'm not preserving my bouquet in its bouquet form. I'm preserving it to be in a tray that I can use for my jewelry, like an acrylic tray. Uh, um, but you can have your bouquet preserved so many different ways. You can have it in a shadow box, you can have it, you know, into Christmas ornaments, into um, a jewelry dish, into a charcuterie board. Like, it's a really cool concept. Um, it takes about a year for preservation. So please keep that in mind. It takes a year. Um, I'm sure you're not in a rush for your bouquet uh, right after your wedding. But um, when talking to the owner there yesterday, she did tell me that it's best for them to get it within three days of your wedding, but they can certainly, you know, work with it, make it nice. They have different options there. And yeah, so keep that in mind. Try to do it within three days of your wedding, but, um, definitely reach out to Don't Toss the Bouquet and see, you know, some ideas that they can maybe use your bouquet for, you know, or do for you. Another really nice thing about the company Don't Toss the Bouquet is if you have flowers that you don't, like have anything specific to do with after the wedding, you know, they will also, they have like, um, a service where they can pick them up and they deliver them to, you know, different, um, hospitals and nursing homes. And, you know, a lot, there's no sense in letting your flowers go to waste if they can go to a good cause. Um, the only regret that I have from my wedding day is like knowing that, I had so many flowers and I wanted more to happen with them after the wedding, but there were so many other things on my plate. And on top of all the things that were on my plate, I was also leaving on my honeymoon like a day and a half later. So I didn't really have anywhere to like bring these flowers to or, or anything like that. So I, I do have a little bit of a regret with that, but you know, if I can help other people by letting them know of these services and, and things that can go on, that's, that's really all that matters. That's what this podcast is here for, for me to let you guys know about different things 
that you can do to either save money or, or, you know, make use of things or work with the best vendors in the business. And yeah, so just keep all of that in, in mind. Keep these things in mind as you're planning your day. The things that need to go on after your day um, to just give you like, you know, seamless you know, things that are, that are seamless. Um, and just like a good start off for, you know, your marriage. Um, I just, so you guys know, um, my video guy, Jake, um, he, who does, who didn't just do my wedding, but he does all my videos for the podcast. He truly is one of the best in the industry. Um, he is currently away doing some filming in California, but we'll be back at the end of March and we're going to get going on doing some more videos with vendors. I'd love to hear who you guys want to see on the podcast. You know, who's your, you know, who do you want to see? Who do you want to hear from? Like who, who are you thinking about using for your special day and you want to know more about their services? Like, please, you know, give me a call, um, you know, send me an email, DM me, let me know who you want to see because we are, I'm working hard to, you know, give you guys more content, but I want to give you content that you want to see and that makes sense. So, you know, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Um, as I'm in like the two weeks out from my wedding, I thought it would be really you know, smart and savvy for me to kind of let you guys know some things that go on after your wedding day that you kind of got to like, you know, do and you got to do within like a quick amount of time to make sense um, and not be like penalized financially or anything like that. So thank you guys for tuning into today's episode um, where I put out an episode every single Monday and let you guys know, you know, like what are the trends in the industry, what you want to see, what you don't want to see, where, you know, what we're going to see. And, um, you know, if you're not already following me on Instagram, please go follow me at The Bride Tender for all fun facts on the wedding industry, ways to save money on your special day, and of course, hiring the best in the business for your wedding. Until next week, mix yourself a cocktail, slide into my DMs with questions you want answered on all things weddings. Stay sane, stay healthy, and we'll catch you next week. Bye.